Actors, we've all got issues, so let's talk about them. I'm Juaniala, and welcome to Actors with Issues. Each week, we bring you interviews with actors from across TV, film, and Broadway, taking many deep dives into their careers and getting into the successes, the struggles, and of course, the issues that they face as actors. That's enough about us. Let's dive into the episode. Today's guest is an actress, singer, and dancer you've seen across Broadway in The Producers, Young Frankenstein, Something Rotten, The Prom, and currently in the new musical Some Like It Hot at the Schubert Theater. Please welcome to the stage, Angie Shore. Angie, thank you so much for being here. Welcome. Hiya. I'm so happy to be here. Nice to meet you. Likewise. Um, so before we dive into the show, which I did get to see, and I'm going to gush all about it in a minute, but uh, how did you first get started in performing? Was it something you discovered very early on, or did it sort of come to you later? Ooh, um, honestly, I have been I have been dancing, or I started in acro. I have dancing, moving, performing since I was probably about five, so mm. back in the covered wagon days. Um, <laughs> so I've just been doing it my whole life. I don't think I knew then that this like Broadway was my thing. Mm. It's just sort of the way my life panned out as far as like uh, performing jobs in the summers during college, I would do Bush gardens. Um, you know, I worked at Disney for a few years and mm. through my Disney work is how I got to Broadway because mm. one of the, one of my partners at the diamond horseshoe, was a PA on Will Rogers Follies, which was my first Broadway show. So he basically called me on a landline at Disney and said, please come up and audition for the Will Rogers Follies. I don't know if you know anything about it. You're probably way too young, but one of the prerequisites was they wanted you to be over 5'8". Mm. So he called me, I flew up and auditioned. I had put a down payment on a house to stay in Orlando because I loved working for Disney so much. And I got the show and flew up here, pulled my down payment. And I've been here now for 32 years, thanks to DJ Salisbury. Wow. So I don't know that I always knew what I wanted to do Broadway, but I knew that performing was something that I love. And even now today, when I teach, people say, when you're teaching and moving and dancing, like you're always smiling. So I think it is something sort of innate in me, but I don't know that I always knew it was Broadway. It's funny, you know, the the saying goes that, you know, like you can feel it like in your bones. It's like part of you. And a recent interview that I, I listened to with um, Steven Spielberg, he said it was in his marrow to make movies. And I'm like, wow, it's that deep. <laughs> that is very deep in your bone marrow. That's yeah. pretty great. So I guess, yeah, it is a sort of innate thing that I hmm. knew. And even today, I mean, you can put me in the back corner of the stage and I'll create something i don't care what it is but it brings so much joy to me still mm. after mm. all these years <laughs> <laughs> but that's great because you know sometimes you know sadly lots of people will fall out of love with acting or performing or the business because it can get so exhausting so it's wonderful to see that you know you're still in the thick of it and in doing all of these new shows you were your original cast of the prom and um and now with some like it hot which i did get to see on tuesday and i absolutely loved this show it was so joyful and just lovely from like from start to finish and uh, i was not familiar with the film um i'm from an immigrant family so i did i don't know a lot of the classics so it was like an entirely new experience for me yeah. so i wasn't sort of comparing anything to to the to the film or to other uh, adaptations that are out there i think there's one other stage adaptation uh of the show but not i know this, i'm i'm like actually very confused about that too what whether you know there was sugar and there was other stage yeah adaptations so i'm with you on that but 
it's good that you didn't compare or couldn't compare. Mm. And it's kind of great that you already got to see the sort of modern take yeah. that was put on this version. Mm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So how did your um, uh, involvement with the show come about? Was it like the usual audition process or um, were you approached? How did all that happen? Well, for some reason, Casey Nicola, I say he carries me around in his back pocket. Um, <laughs> I'm not really sure why, but our sort of love affair started in 2009 when he directed and choreographed Minsky's at the Amundsen Theater. Uh, it was also kind of 1930s depression burlesque show. And that's the first time I auditioned for him. Uh, we were two ships that passed the night as far as performing because I went into Crazy For You on Broadway. I replaced after doing the first national tour and he was already gone. So we were literally two ships that passed the night as far as performing, but I auditioned for him for Minsky's and I think that was 2008 possibly after the producers had closed and I auditioned for him. And I remember, I remember we, you had a little white card and you write, wrote like little things on it. And it said like age or something. And I put old, like in big capital letters that it made him laugh. I remember him in the, in the room laughing. So I auditioned for that and got it. And then since then he's asked me to do something rotten, which we did together. I think that was 2015. And then he asked me to do the prom. And then right after the prom opened, we started this table read of this, ver starting this version of what came to what you saw on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. um, and he just asked me to read all the girls. And so I just went in there with any voice and vocal thing I could of just reading all the little lines of the girls. And Minnie didn't exist. And then mm -hmm. Minnie, and then Amber Ruffin and Matthew Lopez, I believe um, maybe one or both of them are responsible for the um the invention of Minnie who who became sort of sweet Sue's sidekick and manager of the band so that was 2018 mm -hmm. when prom opened so it was literally right after we opened the show he was like hey can you come do a table so that many years is is my involvement I know they have been working on it for years and years as you do um but for me that's how I came into it and Casey just asked me to sort of be in the room uh, which again, why he, I, he carries me around in his back pocket, I don't know, but I love it and I adore him and and I'm so grateful to have someone like that that, I don't know, believes in me to do uh, these things. I don't know, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, clearly you're like his good luck charm. He's like, well, if Angie's the show, it's going to be great because you got well, this show, which is already- I would have liked prom to run, you know, longer it's yeah. doing great and it's doing regional now so it's mm -hmm. story is still being told but yes um but thank you yeah i do feel i do feel when he's at the helm there's just a joy and a spinning i don't know that's the right word titillating you know and i just love it and i sort of thrive on it and yeah i just feel so and and i i hope that you see it too when you see the show and the cast that he puts together and he creates I think he just sort of 
um, it's the only thing he will allow from front of house to back. It's just what happens in that theater and the joy that surrounds it. Every, obviously you saw the casting, how perfect that is. And, but then, but the whole cast as, as human beings too, somehow he puts together this whole great um, ensemble of people that work on and off stage. And mm. I feel very lucky to have, I got one right before the pandemic <laughs> and now this, you know, right out of it, out of the gate. Yeah. So I feel very lucky and it's kind of odd and great that they all sort of are um, sort of anthems of the same thing with the, 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 the tolerance and acceptance and, mm. you know, figuring out who you are, being who you are, loving who you are, dressing who, being, feeling comfortable with who you are. Um, and I feel so lucky to, to get to tell those stories. It's not just all, you know, yeah. it really is truly helping people know that they can do that too and and follow their heart, you know, be true. Yeah, yeah it is it's such a beautiful story. And as, as you said, of of tolerance and acceptance and and identity and 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 finding yourself. It was such a such a wonderfully told story. Um and with the career that you have had, you've had sort of these as you said, Casey is one of them. Uh, these like recurring pl key players in throughout your career. You worked with Mel Brooks on a number of things with the producers and Young Frankenstein. And did you work with Christian Borle on Something Rotten? Was it, were you in yeah. the show? Well, I didn't, room? I mean, I was in the show. I was in his show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was in the, in his show. So I did, I have, you know, work with him. Um, but yeah, I was in the ensemble and was lucky enough to, you know, do watch him do his Shakespeare you know, thing every night. I, he's so fearless. He's so funny. His humor is just so great. Talk about being in your marrow, you know, <laughs> it's just so easy for him. And it's so great to watch. What a masterclass. I, but I watched him as Shakespeare do it. And now I watch him every night, um, as Joe and, uh, yeah, it's pretty great. I feel pretty lucky. And uh, with the name of our show being uh, Actors with Issues, uh, we always like to touch on um, sort of career obstacles and lessons learned along the way. So what comes to mind as maybe one of the biggest lessons you've learned in your career that you can share with our audience? Oh, gosh, I think, you know, it's so hard not to, but sort of not comparing yourself to other people. You know, I'm always going to be the second banana. You know, I've never, never, even when I was younger, going to be the ingenue or the park and barker. It's just not who I am. It's not in my marrow. Mm. <laughs> and just to not compare yourself and know that what you have and what um, essence you bring into the room, what colors you have are like nobody else's. And, you know, it's hard not to get down on yourself and because you compare yourself. Oh, I wish I could do that. I wish I could do that. I wish I had that note. But sometimes you just don't. And, and that's okay. And I think when you stay true to yourself, that's even better. And that's, that's even more appealing uh, to people because you know, and you're confident in who that is, you know, mm. sort yeah. of the journey of our show, you know, yeah. and being okay with that and knowing that that's good. And that's what you're here. That's who you're here to portray and be and show to other people and always keep the joy. It ain't worth it if it's not if it's not joyful, especially after what we've been through the past few years. Yeah. Don't you agree? I absolutely agree. It's it is so. Of course, it's easier said than done, 
um, to sort of to keep that joy and optimism, especially in such a competitive um, industry and, and uh, unpredictable industry. I feel like there's very little rhyme or reason to anything that we do, but we we signed up for it. So we've got <laughs> we've got to power through. Well, yeah. And I feel, you know, listen, I've been doing this for a long time. So so my journey, although it, it is certainly hopefully not coming to, to an end, it is more towards the end than the beginning. And I feel like it's even more competitive for the younger, mm-hmm. the younger folks. Um and harder. So I, I tip my hat to you because, um, yeah, I think it's all just w- with social media and with all the things, there's mm-hmm. just more th- that you're, you're thriving so much higher because you, it's in your face more than it was for me. And sort of speaking on that, what have you noticed has, what, what would you say is like the biggest, uh, change or difference in the industry, um, since you got started compared to now? Well, absolutely the diversity, which is, which is great. You know what I mean? Absolutely great. Um, There's no other way to be. And so I feel like uh, I certainly 32 years late, uh, 32 years ago did not have that in a lot of casts. So I am happy as can be. And so joyful to have the diverse group that we have in this show. Um, feel very proud and honored um, to be a part of it. So also, you know, as we were saying, um, with this career you've had of, of 32 years now um, on Broadway, and and you've also done some television. When I was looking up your IMDb, you also had done a few episodes of Smash. Um, and, yeah. and again, working with Christian on that level. Um, and also, sort of side note, I was so delighted to hear Let's Be Bad in this show i was like the this like reworking of it was so i was like oh my god it's the song because you know the title let's be bad i just hadn't connected the two that um yeah that it was from had it's funny on... somebody posted i think it might have been kevin who plays osgood mm-hmm. he posted something and he used that uh, a little uh in his post he used i think it's um uh megan hilty singing it ah, yeah yeah <laughs> he used a little clip of that and i was like oh my god i like i forgot um yeah. that that was from that i mean mm. the songs in this show are just catchy one right after the other right but yeah you there you did know that one from um from smash if you were a smash mm. fan before we go uh we always do end with a uh sort of a quick game called the now that we know you um since we got in the chat for a bit um so Ooh, it's not rapid those... fire i always i always i these used to be timed but folks started getting nervous <laughs> all right yeah i get time. nervous so i uh, fill in the blank if i weren't working in the arts i'd be a doctor what role have you had the most fun playing angie no mini uh what is the best advice you've ever gotten say yes and what's the worst advice you've ever gotten? On my 30th birthday, someone said, take a good look in the mirror because it's all downhill from now on. <laughs> that is the worst advice I've ever gotten. I turned 30 in about six months. So, <laughs> and but I my, my perspective is like, Happy you know, this birthday. is act one. Well, thank you. <laughs> You know, I look at it as a, you know, folks always like put this like doomsday clock on 30, like, oh, you're 30, you're an adult now. And I'm like, 
this is act one of my life. Oh my twenties, I was broke, yes. unemployed. You know, it's like it's all uphill from here. Are you kidding? <laughs> Juan, it is so uphill for you. This you're so young. That's so awesome. Um, I don't that always stuck in my head, and I I didn't believe it then, and I certainly don't believe it now. So it is the worst advice. Um, but you have it all ahead of you, and 30 is great. It's gonna be a great uh decade. It's the, yeah. it's just the greatest. You're, you still look like a baby. <laughs> Just keep the joy and Absolutely it's going to well. be great. It's going to be all uphill. <laughs> and uh, lastly, uh, in 10 words or less, what advice would you give to a young actor? Mm. Know your colors. No, no one else is like you. Love is that it. 10? Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I Ten believe just under. <laughs> also, Angie, thank you so, so much for, for taking the time to chat with us. It's such a pleasure. And, and again, congrats on this delightful, wonderful show. Um, thank you. Anyone... Thank you so much for talking about it because we're really excited about it. And um, we hope everyone comes to the theater and maybe they don't mm -hmm. know a lot about it. But as I say, they leave levitating. <laughs> And uh, on social media, Instagram, uh, where can our lovely fans find you? I'm on Instagram at Angie Schwar. Angie, S-C-H-W-O-R-E-R. Awesome. And folks, you know the drill. You can find us on Instagram at Actors With Issues. Follow me at Juaniala Official. Subscribe to our show on YouTube, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts with new episodes every Monday and bonus episodes throughout the week. I'm Juaniala. This is Actors With Issues, and we'll see you next week. Vaughn, you're adorable. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs>